welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Colney Talk Podcast, the Bite Size Show. I'm your host, Alex, first time guest. Happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, thanks for joining me on this Bite Size Show. I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game. And one player, just one player, who I consider the odd one, who just had a poor game, or not good enough, who just needs to be called out. Champions League night. Arsenal visiting Sevilla at their home turf. Looking to right the first defeat in this competition. A bit of nerves. No party on the squad. They say it's a muscular injury. I hope it's not a serious one. That's the hope that we keep saying these days. So... We get into this game, and the first question to me is, is this the same Sevilla team that have been quite successful in the last couple of years when we are talking about, you know, European League championship? I mean, you just have to respect them, at least on that. Gradual start to the game. One, I think Arsenal really don't mind because they kind of like to, for the most part, gradually grow, establish themselves, and just get things going. And our pressing charge just begins. We get our first chance with an early break to score by Martinelli. Oh, I wish he he put that away. But hey, credit to the uh, keeper and you know defending that really well. The Gunners started with some good passing passing movements. We know this. This is how we they always establish themselves in trying to create some. Dominance or at least imposing themselves in the game. Raya's shaking passing doesn't bode well for you know for confidence because I can at least admire all that he has been tasked to do, what he's supposed to be doing when he's on the ball, how he continues to keep the flow of our possession at least with some plan. But in that situations that just causes some nerves, at least in how there are some mistakes that get cleaned out. It has cost us before in this competition. And, you know, it's minimal mistakes that should be happening, especially in the back, especially with bad passes, wrong situations. Well, that's, I guess, part of the growing pains with him. So more patience, I guess, for all of us, at least for me, that's just how I'm seeing this. The team weren't clicking well offensively, and the middle felt a bit exposed, giving Sevilla more numbers to really drive forward. And this is just early in the game. So, hey, I guess things were too early to just start making a lot of these calls. But that's how it really went as far as the game. And then 30 minutes gone, it was not much of an excitement with with just that one shot attempt from Martinelli. No pace from Arsenal to get into dangerous situations. Saka hadn't gotten on the ball as much to drive forward. Although Sevilla playing as an experienced bunch, so that's to be expected, I guess, because the way he was really clamped down again. I mean, this again says how much he has to be respected, Saka that is. So I don't expect him to come in and just roll, you know, have them roll over without putting up a fight. So it's it, it, a tough one for him. Then from one poor pass, Sevilla, you know, got their opening as well to score. But luckily, it was a bit wide. So, hey, one chance on our side, another on the other side. So, an even game. Well, at least advantage Arsenal. But here's the question. 
while we always love to live with mistakes, are we a bit more with it now? Is it because Ryer is in goal? I mean, I don't know, but I would like to see the team play with a bit less of that, especially how some things happen in the back. And I mean, the team has been pressed. They know how to work it out. I'm just not sure what's really causing some of this, but there is just this broken feeling to what it is now. It's just this something. And the expectations are not far-fetched to how the team should play or how some of these stability in the back should at least be presented for the team. And, you know, I think it just felt like, okay, this is the conclusion of the first half. And then with a stroke of brilliance from Jesus, he serves up Martinelli put he, and he puts up one nil like individual brilliance by both players. And that was just it. That was the best of the first half. And this is this is another instance of less of style, more of results. But then we got the style and the results, and that was just amazing. I mean, the first half ended with that high while it was slow, but really positive outcome. So, again, focusing on that alone. To start off the second, we managed to press and get the ball in the box. Odegaard was unable to connect to the top corner. Well, at least that's an attempt. And then Arsenal said looking brighter, gaining more control, growing into the game, seemingly stepping up, you know, creating crosses in the box. It looked like the team were now knocking for another goal. Well, Jesus grabbed the ball from the edge and whipped a powerful shot in the corner for the second goal. Like, just wonderful goal. Like, it was one of the best goals in this competition for this week. I can, I, I can assure that. Really well done. We were pushing for a third. It felt like the team was really charging and just trying to make something happen. We just had that chance. We just had something going, and there was that turn that felt like another third goal was going was coming in. Rice charging with the ball and delivered it to Martinelli for a shot, but that closed out real fast, and you know it bounced to Saka, and I thought he was going to score, and just like that, we lost that that opportunity, and then Sevier. Got a chance where it was a corner and they just got a score. They got onto the score sheet. Oof. So now it didn't feel like we had all that advantage all taken away. It felt like we brought it back. And this is kind of reminiscent with Lance where we scored the first goal, took away the noise from the home crowd, felt like we were going to gain control and how we were, were building things up, looking to try to score again. And a few instances the team and the crowd got back and we just gave them live and they just brought it. We were having so much of a tough game now. They got that confidence and it wasn't far from over at all. And then we had a situation where for me, heart my heart and mouth when severe shot hit the bar. Although yes, it was a handball. Could you imagine if that went in and yet they still call that back as a handball? That would have been something completely different. Who knows? Now, I'm not going to sit here and wonder about that, but it did do something, like I said, where it gave him a chance to get back in the game, which they did, and we just needed to fight back. We needed to wake up because that brought the stadium completely alive. A couple of situations in our box didn't seem like we were out of the woods yet. We, we weren't out of the woods at all, losing a bit of composure in our defending, but it was now time for a lot of changes to really start happening. And it started with Harvard's coming in for Odegaard. 
Arsenal were now defending that lead. Saka on the ball a couple of times, but nothing was really connecting well. We had a few good drives, but not enough to get into the box. And Sevilla just kept pressing and keeping us pinned back. It was nothing more than just defending the lead here. And even with the substitutions that we made, it just felt like, okay, now it's more of defensive mode on, on onwards. And Arsenal had to do everything to preserve that lead. You know, standing firm, defending, and everyone had to stay on their toes. And that included Raya because his defending was a risky one. And it, it, he just also had to step up in his own way and do. And, you know, credit to him. And we weren't out of the woods at all. It just was an intense suffering for Arsenal to all defend. And I'm sure that's there's so much pride in that. And everyone kept to the task stayed really alert, really trying to declare things out. And in the end, it was a win that was fully deserved. I mean, I would say some hairy areas in the game, but this competition has a life of its own. I'm glad we had good results from this. And it really comes down to that, the results. Looking at the field tilt, Arsenal had very great opportunities and runs, which we could have at least converted one of those. And if it was a 3-1 game, at least there was a little bit of that cushion. But 3-2, hey, you never know. But from a defensive standpoint, great, great big credit to the team. For Ryer, if that ball punch out, you know, stared back into our net, I really would be, I, I would be pained. But that's what I would expect him to do. So for me, that was okay. He responded the right way. His instincts and things that he had to do. I wouldn't have it any other way in how he came out to at least make those kinds of clear make that kind of clearance. Straight into my top three. First up, Jesus. He showcased on parallel finesse. The way he weaves through the ball is next to none. Proper individual performance to the T. I mean, he proved to the world that he's he is still elite. Not there's a question there, and a playmaker, and his goal. I would wish, really wish for him to do this in the Premier League because it will add some serious confidence to the, to our attacking core. We're not lacking per se. I mean, yes, from a goal, you know, producing standpoint, but doing that, it just takes it up a notch just to know that this team is dangerous, can be dangerous, and Jesus is just one to be scared of. And I think he just has to create something for that because it really helped the team in a big way. Second guy, Tomiyasu. I hope he's practicing his scoring shot because the chances he's getting now in the box, I hope he gets rewarded soon because it is good to see what he's doing now, the way he's playing. I mean, unbelievable defending, you know, tracking and awareness for this game. I'm so happy to see him play at this level and the consistency for him is stacking up. So it's doing so much that we're benefiting. We're seeing so much of that contribution and makes it such that we're not lacking in any way. In fact, we're even gaining more. And again, from a, from a attacking position, what he can do and the contributions he's having now, it's 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 really adding up and it's, it's paying so well because, I mean... That's a different player for sure. So great, great, great play from him. Third and final guy, Declan Rice. There is still so much more to describe how good he is because I know I was going to say, hey, 
what more can I say? But, I, but at least let me tell you, for now, I'll say this guy does not wear just the Arsenal shirt. He wears a saga of skill, excellence, and a maestro of defensive precision and attacking brutes. How about that? I mean, he was the captain on the field for me. Just simply incredible. Don't worry, I have more for for him on that. But today, he, I mean, in this game, he was just outstanding, without a doubt. Well, well recognized in every way. So I'm glad he's just doing his big things and the consistency is just ridiculously good for the team. So yeah, big ups for him. Now for a second streak of oddness, Odegaard, I mean, he was added again, so absent. I hope he's okay. That's at least that's the first way I'm thinking. I'll say this, even if he is targeted to be without the ball, neutralized, gotten off or gotten off his rhythm or the opposition really attacking to get him not be included in some way, it's not enough. It's not enough. His caliber it's not enough for him to vanish. His caliber, the way and what he does and who he can be in the game. He just needs to get himself present. I know we see his present, the way he instigates that on the ball in the situations that needs and calls for our attacking prowess. That's him. He needs to get in there. He needs to do things. I mean, if it involves trying to create some, I don't know, tough situations or even get like a tussle or two, I mean, that should be some sort of a spark. But he just it just didn't show up again for him in this game. The early sub for him was the right one. And I had asked this question a while ago and I said, no agenda, but I'll ask it again. Again, I'll ask this question. Who do we have in the score challenging his spot? Who? Ateta has been ruthless in all positions, including his, I'm sure. A bench for Odegaard could light a fire or so. There's just that need to, for him to actively see there is someone fighting for that position day in, day out to, to really keep up his levels, to keep him sharp, to keep him really fired up every time to produce good games. Because this one, it just felt like, I don't know, maybe it's in the works, but this is a question that at least I'm asking now because I hope that it doesn't really come back to us talking about it again. I'm sure the message has already been sent to him. Boy, I really want him to bounce back in the next game. So, that's that. Well, folks, we won. That's it. Credit to the team. Credit to the tough game and how they defended. In every single way that they sweated, they deserved this good outcome. So, we look ahead for the next game. Hope you all enjoy the rest of the week. Speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.